0: It's the International Soccer Preview. This is Series 15 of our media cast. It's the short version of Series 14 on Euro 2024 qualifying. We're looking at Group J, Portugal, Bosnia-Herzegovina, Iceland, Luxembourg, Slovakia and Liechtenstein. It's the International Soccer Preview Series 15. This series is a shortened version of Series 14 and primarily part three of that series.
1: Okay, let's look at each team in Group J with a summary of their history and then a look at their recent form.
0: Okay, well, uh, we begin with Portugal and Portugal have had uh, three good periods. 1966 was a spike. Uh, though only in world cup play finishing third in the world cup under the leadership of Eusebio the second was around 1985 where they reached both the world and euro cups their third period is much longer extending from 1996 in a euro cup play and 2002 in world cup action but which has con- continued until the present Uh, led at first by uh, uh, team captain Luis Figo in the early period and then Cristiano Ronaldo in the latter period. Euro Cup play has been more consistent than World Cup play, including a title win in 2016 and unfailing trips past the group stage. World Cup features a fourth place finish in 2006, but two out of six campaigns where they failed to pass the group stage. In qualification, they lack the consistency of a top tier team, often finishing second in their group.
1: Um, Looking at their recent performance, um, so consistent has their strength been from the turn of the century that uh, talk of golden generations is stretching the term like plastic wrap over an oversized plate. And yet the lack of success in the previous century and the size of the country does identify this as being an ongoing period Rather than a permanent state of strength. Nevertheless, the rap needs to be stretched further as they remain strong, even as Cristiano Ronaldo moves off the stage. A very tough Euro 2020 run made a round of 16 finish acceptable, and a quarterfinal appearance in World Cup 2022 is a good result. They also earned a solid result in UEFA Nations Cup 2022 23 League A play, finishing in second place over Switzerland, just a point behind Spain.
0: All right. And our second team is uh, bosnia Herzegovina. So there was a six-year delay between their separation from Yugoslavia and their first qualification as an independent nation in 1998. Both tournaments show a similar pattern. A weak start with fourth-place finishes in the group, then a good period in the middle where they've reached playoffs, And uh, that peaked with a World Cup appearance in 2014, but then a return to fourth place finishes uh, in their most recent campaigns.
1: Um, In terms of recent performance, their strong period of finishing in the top half of tables and advancing ended in 2018. Reaching a playoff structure in 2022 Euro Cup qualifying should not mask the fact that they finished fourth in the group. However, a good performance in UEFA Nations Cup 2022-23 earned them promotion to League A, winning all games at home to finish well ahead of Finland, um, with Romania coming last in the group.
0: Alright. And the third team is uh, Iceland. And Iceland is generally a bottom half, uh, half of the table team rising above that only twice in their qualifying history before a strong period from 2014 to 2020. It was during a minor peak around the turn of the century that they came a third of five in 2004 Euro Cup qualifying, but the two campaigns prior had shown an improvement in their competitiveness even if it hadn't shown in their final result. In light of that, their recent peak was remarkable finishing uh, or reaching the quarter-final of the 2016 Euro Cup, followed by a World Cup qualification. And these two were surrounded by finishes in the top half of the table where they reached playoffs.
1: Looking at their recent performance, even though it is just one week campaign since they last reached a playoff, there is a distinct feeling that the era is over. The retirement of key players who made up the strong squad, um, and the lower quality replacements leave few doubters. Fifth of sixth in 2022 World Cup qualifying seems to have returned them to the bottom half of the table. Further evidence comes from their UEFA Nations Cup uh, 2022-23 League B campaign, where they tied all games with Israel and Albania and missed a good chance at promotion with Russia disqualified from the group.
0: All right. Well, maybe surprisingly, uh, Luxembourg is the uh, fourth, uh, the top four team here. And uh, sorry, I'm just trying to get the graphics in order for our YouTube watchers here. Okay, well, uh, Luxembourg actually has a long soccer history, missing only the first World Cup and the first Euro Cup. Its soccer team has always been weak due to the country's small size. Its bit, biggest success by far was its first Euro campaign in 1964. Having recently earned their first points over six World Cup campaigns, they took Netherlands and Denmark by surprise and came within a comb's tooth of the tournament, uh, which only allowed four teams. After that, they returned to being a weak team, doing well to earn any points in their campaigns and suffering suffering many many campaigns where they didn't earn any points at all. Only in 1996 Euro Cup qualifying did they avoid a last place finish. However, since 2010, they have done so regularly. And in addition to being competitive with the teams at the bottom, they're cultivating seeds of being a spoiler team, uh, seeds that have always been there, really.
1: Yeah, in terms of the recent performance, as you mentioned, from from, from 2010, um, they have been earning 4-6 to six points in every campaign. Uh, it can't be rightly termed as improvement, um, but more like a pay raise that has remained at a higher level but without change since. They are a threat to bigger teams and recently that has manifested in World Cup play with a draw against eventual champions France in 2018 and an opening win over Ireland in 2022 World Cup qualification, both in the away legs. However, there are no spoiler results in recent EuroCup qualification runs. Their current strength is mirrored well in their 2022-23 UEFA Nations League C campaign, where they lost uh, only at home to Turkey to finish second behind them um, and ahead of Faroe Islands in Lithuania, suffering only a single draw in games with them.
0: All right. Well, as surprising as Luxembourg being a top four team and Slovakia being a top five team here, uh, Slovakia descends from the intermittently successful Czechoslovakia, though it is a uh, Czech Republic who officially inherits the mantle. Uh, Slovakia has been fairly inconsistent. They finished in the middle of the table for most of their early history since 1996. They became more competitive in World Cup play and reached not only the World Cup but the Round of 16 in 2010, uh, their only appearance at the tournament. That form did not appear in EuroCup play until 2016, where they qualified for their uh, first appearance at that tournament.
1: Uh, looking at their recent performance, their the World Cup and EuroCup records do not match well. Um, while they enjoyed a stronger period from 2006 in World Cup qualification, it fell off with a weaker finish in 2022 World Cup qualifying. It was only 10 years later when they showed good form in EuroCup qualifying, um, but it continues now with a second appearance at the Cup in 2020. Their UEFA Nations League performance is something different altogether. Already in League C, having been relegated in 2020-21, they had another poor campaign in 2022-23, finishing behind Kazakhstan and Azerbaijan to remain at that level.
0: All right, and it is uh, basically those UEFA uh, Nations League uh, performances that dictated the pots here, that's right. And the six team is Liechtenstein. So Liechtenstein is a tiny country and usually finishes at the bottom of the table. They have avoided that once in each tournament, finishing second last in the 2006 World Cup qualification and in 2016 Euro Cup qualification. In most campaigns, especially in Euro Cup qualifying, they earn at least a point and up to seven or eight points usually at the expense of middling or weaker teams. Uh, but Portugal, Greece, and Ireland are their biggest scalps to date.
1: In terms of recent performance, um, their 2006 World Cup and 2008 Euro Cup campaigns were something of a strong period, where they earned 8 and 7 points respectively. In recent campaigns, it has only been a draw or two, a bit below their average. Um, they have also looked a bit weaker in UEFA Nations League 2022 20 Three, where um, in League D they lost all games to Moldova, Latvia, and Andorra, uh, teams they are expected to be competitive with.
0: All right, so that is the short history of uh, the teams from Group J, and now we're going to move on to Part Three of Series Fourteen, uh, which is where Connor and I discuss the prospects uh, of each of these teams in their 2024 Euro Cup qualifying. Alright, well that brings us to the end of the uh, uh, team-by-team overview. We move on to part three uh, and we're going to begin with looking at the pots that the teams came from. That's right, Um, the pots
2: based on Nations League performance and not World Cup rankings. Um, So the pot one team is Portugal, Uh, they finished second in their Nations League group, so that puts them in the middle of pot one. Uh, The pot two team is Bosnia and Herzegovina. We saw that they were promoted to League A. Um, The pot three team is Iceland. Uh, They were ranked second among uh, all pot three teams. Um, The pot four team is Luxembourg. Uh, They're kind of come from the middle of the pack there. Uh, The pot five team is Slovakia. Um, A bit of a surprise, but they had a very poor Nations League campaign, which is why they find themselves in the same pot as Gibraltar and, and Malta. Um, And then finally the POT6 teams, there's only three of them, um, but Liechtenstein with their their ghastly um, Nations League performance were were ranked last of all UEFA members um, and so make up the POT6 team.
0: All right. well how strong a group would you say it is based on this? Based on this, uh, a lot of teams come from the middle or top of their
2: POT, so I guess you could argue in one way that it was strong. Um, but I think some of the nation's league performances um, aren't necessarily reflective of their general play. So I think Bosnia and um, Luxembourg certainly put in stronger nation's league performances than is kind of typical of them. Um, Iceland and Slovakia weaker. So yeah, maybe it averages out.
0: Yeah, I would uh, I would say so, except that uh, Slovakia being the top the five team kind of makes it a bit of a tougher group as far as that goes.
2: Mm-hmm um
0: okay yeah so let's uh sorry yeah i was just
2: gonna say they were the pot five team no one wanted
0: yeah i would say so for sure i mean as you said uh, you could have gotten gibraltar or malta and instead you end up with slovakia in your group let's take a look at their rankings though in terms of fifa and elo yeah so uh we'll
2: begin with uh portugal um They're ranked ninth in FIFA and 5th in uh, ELO. And they've actually been um, a top 10 team in the world um, since December 2016. And even then, they they were only 11th. So, um, yeah, consistently top 10 in the world. Portugal.
0: Yes, uh, definitely. Though they don't always finish uh, first in their group, as we saw, which we'll probably talk about in the discussion. Yeah, uh, next we have
2: Bosnia-Herzegovina. Um, they're currently 57th in, in uh, FIFA and 59th in ELO. Um, they did get as high as the 20s in both systems around kind of their strong period in 20 um, well, around 2016, but even earlier than that when they qualified for the World Cup in 2014. So they have seen a bit of a decline
0: um, since then. Yeah, yeah, certainly that's their trajectory uh, over the last little while. Uh, we move on to Iceland.
2: Yeah, and it's a similar story for Iceland. They're currently 63rd in FIFA and 72nd in ILO, so lower than Bosnia. But like Bosnia, they peaked into the 20s in both systems during their uh, back-to-back World Cup and Euro qualifications, and have fallen kind of steadily since then.
0: Yeah, but as you pointed out earlier, kind of fallen only to kind of where they were before their their strong period. So. Um, uh... That's all I have to say about that. Okay, Luxembourg.
2: Yeah, Luxembourg are currently 92nd in both systems. Um, it's actually the first time they've been over 100 in both systems. Um, so perhaps, again, that paints an upward trajectory uh, trend. Uh, they've always been a little bit higher in the FIFA rankings than the ELO rankings, um, but both have shown um, kind of steady improvement. They were around the 150th mark just six years ago.
0: Yeah. And now we move on to Slovakia, where it becomes uh, really clear that uh, them being a pot five team is a bit of a, a misplacement. Yeah,
2: pot five, but um, second overall among all these teams in, in FIFA rankings at 54th. Uh, they're a little bit behind at 64th in the ELO rankings. Um, and actually, this is a historical low for them in terms of recent times. Uh, they've often been in the 30s and 40s, uh, even the 20s at times. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it is a drop uh from their historical kind of average you would say um but really compounded by some poor results recently
0: yeah i mean interestingly close to uh, bosnia-herzegovina uh, second in fifa third just behind them in uh in um elo rankings but it sets up a, a kind of a good uh, battle between them yeah finally Liechtenstein.
2: uh Liechtenstein um are 198 in uh, FIFA and 190th uh, in Elo, so they're about 100 spots lower than even Luxembourg, um, who you know face value kind of may seem similar. Um, and this is actually a, a downward trend for Liechtenstein. Um, they've this is kind of a low point over the last decade for for uh, in both ranking systems for Liechtenstein. They were never tremendously high, but they were as high as. Uh, 130 in FIFA in December 2014, and have been in uh, the 180s and 170s
0: um, for much of the last decade. Yeah, so uh, anyway, you slice it, they're, they're the weakest team in this group. Next, we're going to uh, look at head-to-head to see if that offers uh, a different perspective. And uh, here we begin with the, oh, we kind of organize it according to the team with the winning record.
2: That's right. Um, and Portugal have played all other five teams in this group, so that gives us some good information to go off. Um, Portugal has played Bosnia uh, four times and has won three and tied the other.
0: Yeah, and that's pretty interesting. It was the uh, 2010 uh, World Cup and 2012 Euro Cup qualifying. They met in the regional playoff in both, and uh, Portugal uh, won them both. But in 2012, they actually tied. Uh, in the first leg, and then Portugal thrashed them 6-2 in the second leg. So a bit of an interesting history there.
2: Yeah, very meaningful matches. Um, Portugal versus Iceland, they've met three times. Um, Portugal won two and they tied the other.
0: Yeah, that's also recent meetings, 2012 uh, qualifying. And in 2016 uh, group stage, uh, Iceland not only tied them, uh, but finished ahead of them uh, in the group.
2: Right. Uh, Portugal and Luxembourg have met 12 times. Portugal's won 11, but Luxembourg has one win to their name.
0: Yeah, that's right. And uh, one of them is that 1962 World Cup uh, win by Luxembourg. I think that gave them their first uh, competitive win in international soccer. They most recently met in 2022. Um, And in 2020 also, uh, Portugal won all four meetings. Yeah. Portugal and
2: Slovakia, they've met four
0: times and Portugal has a
2: record of three wins in a draw.
0: Yeah, less to say about this one uh, They met in 2000 and 2006, so not so relevant.
2: And then uh, Portugal has played Liechtenstein uh, six times and has won five tying the other.
0: Yeah, and their last meeting was in 2006 also. So let's look at uh, Bosnia-Herzegovina here. Uh, Bosnia has never
2: met Iceland. Um, but they have met Luxembourg four times and won all four.
0: 2012, their most recent meeting.
2: Uh, versus Slovakia, uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina have an even record. It's a win, uh, a
0: win apiece. Yeah, and interestingly, that was in 2014 World Cup qualifying, where they exchanged wins, but both of them won away. Yeah. And then Bosnia has played Liechtenstein uh, six times. Um, and won all six of those matches. Yeah, most recently in 2020 Euro qualifying there. Okay, and on to Iceland.
2: Uh, Iceland uh, has met Luxembourg twice, Uh, a win and a draw were the results. And that was in 1994. Uh, Iceland have not yet played Slovakia, um, but Iceland have played Liechtenstein. Um, They have four wins, but also a draw
0: and a loss. That's right. Uh, But in 2022 World Cup qualifying, Iceland won both legs. Uh, Okay, Slovakia.
2: All right, so Slovakia versus Luxembourg. Four wins from four games for Slovakia.
0: Yeah, last meeting in 2016.
2: Um, It's a less than perfect record against Liechtenstein, though. Six wins and two draws.
0: Yeah, and that draw came in their last meeting in the 2014 World Cup qualifying. So, Slovakia uh, may be um, a bit immunized there. And the last one we look at is Liechtenstein.
2: Yeah, Liechtenstein versus Luxembourg is our last matchup. And uh, Pot Six, Liechtenstein
0: have the winning record. That's right. And That actually should be uh, down here. So that actually uh, adds a bit of interest uh, to the battle at the bottom. Yeah,
2: uh, two wins for Lichterstein coming in 2006, World Cup qualifying.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, Okay, um, next is the odds. And uh, what are the odds makers saying here?
2: Uh, The odds to win the group, while they're heavily slanted towards Portugal at 89%. Um, Bosnia-Herzegovina are second with 10%, uh, matched by Slovakia at 7.7%. Um, I realize it doesn't equal a uh, 100%, but we kind of balance from different odds makers, mm. uh, that's why. Um, the fourth favorite are Iceland to win the group at 4.7%, so an outside chance. And then Luxembourg have just a 0.4% chance, uh, Liechtenstein
0: 0.1% chance. All right. Well, let's begin that discussion uh, with those odds. Do you see Portugal as commanding as, uh, as the odds make out?
2: Well, historically Portugal haven't always won their groups, um, and even recently, and you know they didn't win their their World Cup group. Um, however, this time around, I do see them as the most likely winner. Eighty nine percent, maybe a little high, but I am not quite sure. I see a challenger being consistent enough to to knock them off the first place perch.
0: Yeah, I got to agree with that. I mean, the teams that that might challenge them, uh, I mean, all three teams, Slovakia, Bosnia, Herzegovina, and Iceland, are all on a bit of a downward trajectory. And, you know, they'll be kind of battling amongst each other, taking points off each other. So I don't think any of them can really mount a campaign uh, to challenge Portugal.
2: Yeah, and I think that's the interesting thing, is the three teams you mentioned, are all on downward trajectories. They've all had poor campaigns recently in Euro or World Cup or Nations League or some combination of all of that. So, um, you know, coming down from, from highs, really, um, of all making big tournaments within the last 10 or so years. Um, so I think it's interesting. I think opportunity knocks for all three of these teams, but um, you, it, you can't really look at the form guide to say, you know, which, which one of these three teams is, is going to take it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I tend to kind of look at the quality of players as, as far as that goes. And I mean, on that note, to kind of finish with Portugal, I think they will drop a few points uh, here. I think they have dropped points to to a lot of these teams. So, um, uh, I, you know, and, and then maybe uh, the, the teams they drop points to will will gain an advantage over that group of three. Yeah. Um, do you uh, favor Bosnia and Herzegovina slightly uh, above Slovakia as the odds makers do? Um, I'm not sure I do. I, I know Slovakia had are you know
2: artificially low compared to their world rankings. Um, I see them generally as a stronger team than Bosnia, and I think their their recent form might be more of a blip that they may be able to recover from. I see that being a little bit more likely than Bosnia. Um, perhaps on a downward. Partly because their last generation was really largely led by Edin Dzeko who is um, You know and, and some other key players too who aren't in the picture as much or if they are they're aging So i probably slightly favor Slovakia out of that group
0: Yeah, I mean that's kind of an interesting comparison I mean the loss of Edin Dzeko on Bosnia and Herzegovina to say Marek Hamsik yeah. On uh, Slovakia, it does seem like a bit of a bigger loss Uh, to to Bosnia-Herzegovina.
2: Yeah, you make a good point though. Slovakia are also having to recover from the loss of I think their all-time appearance maker and goal scorer. so it's not easy for some of these kind of smaller or mid-side countries to do.
0: Yeah, yeah. On the other hand, I mean, uh, uh, if we're throwing Iceland into the discussion, which I don't really, because I feel like Bosnia and Herzegovina and Slovakia both have more potential to recover than Iceland, uh, you know, in terms of lost players. um, uh, I I just don't see them recovering. Uh, I mean, obviously one of these teams is going to finish second, so we'll recover to a a point. I don't think that's going to be Iceland.
2: Yeah, and I think when you look at the remaining squad, you know, looking at players, you know, players from Bosnia and Slovakia are on more kind of mid-sized or even second or third tier clubs than, than Iceland have.
0: Uh, Yeah really Iceland is is, is kind of left uh, bereft of of players whereas I think uh, the other two teams have players kind of uh, you know coming up or or a stronger ability to to replace
2: yeah what about Luxembourg one of the
0: teams on an upward trajectory do you see them uh, influencing matters? Uh, Influencing matters yes I think they will uh, by by taking points I mean they could kind of dictate who finishes uh, fourth, you know, for example if they take a couple of points off of uh, Iceland or off of one of the other teams that that could end up seeing them finishing fourth in the group. How about you? I, I definitely see them taking points off these teams none of these teams are,
2: are you know, solidly established as second tier clubs in Europe and, and Luxembourg has been taking points off some of those second and third tier teams so I think these are Luxembourg will have a lot of games to prove themselves and I think they'll they'll rise to the challenge in at least a couple of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I do see Luxembourg as a as a bit of a spoiler team uh, here. They've kind of again trajectory right uh, trajectory wise <laughs> risen to that level. Um, uh, I'm not sure Liechtenstein have. Do you see? I mean the the odds are 0. 0.4 Luxembourg 0. 0.1 uh, Lichtenstein which is a relatively big difference uh, uh, putting Lichtenstein in the bottom for sure.
2: Yeah I, I don't really see another scenario other than a Lichtenstein than other
0: than Liechtenstein finishing last. Um, Do you see Lichtenstein getting any spoiler results uh, even even beating Luxembourg like they did in 2006? I mean the interesting part about the history of Lichtenstein is they always seem to get at least a point
2: They're they're very rarely shot out, so I I think they'll probably continue that record. Not sure who it'll be against. It could be a a, a relatively bigger fish than Luxembourg, but obviously that is probably the most likely opportunity for them.
0: Yeah. All right, well, um, I'm not sure I have anything to add here, but I am a bit frustrated with your lack of commitment uh, here, so I ask you, uh, who or how is this group going to end? This is a tough
2: one. Uh, Portugal, I think, have the quality to, to comfortably win this group. Um, I am gonna say Slovakia uh, just ahead of Bosnia in second place. Um, I say Iceland fourth. Um, on, the, on the really bad end for Iceland, they could be competing with Luxembourg for, for fourth and fifth. I see that as a possibility. But I'll say Iceland fourth, Luxembourg fifth, and Liechtenstein in last.
0: Okay, well, we're actually uh, uh, dead the same here, because everything I was going to say, uh, you said too. I think uh, Slovakia and Bosnia-Herzegovina are a good, uh, a good battle for second, but I give Slovakia the edge. And, and as you said, I think uh, further slippage from Iceland could land them in a battle with Luxembourg. Although, uh, going in, I would, I would uh, pick Iceland over Luxembourg. All right, well, we do have uh, uh, some games to look at. The March games have been played, and I have been keeping myself in the dark uh, on the results, whereas Connor knows the results. So we're going to play a little game of predictions here and see how I do. Yeah,
2: so the first match is Bosnia at home to Iceland.
0: Yeah, well, uh, Bosnia at home I think definitely uh, gives them the edge and we, we kind of gave them the overall edge there. So um, I think that's going to be 2-1 uh, Bosnia-Herzegovina.
2: Uh, it was 3-0 for Bosnia, so mm-hmm. slightly more convincing than, than you predicted.
0: Yeah, it was and um, it's kind of what, I've, what I worry about Iceland, that uh, they'll, they'll come out looking very weak. I hope they don't, but uh, uh, what's next?
2: Next, we have Portugal at home to Liechtenstein. So perhaps the most imbalanced match <laughs> of all.
0: Yeah, I, I think I'll, I'll just say uh, four nothing Portugal here. Not much to discuss.
2: Four nothing. Not much. Oh, to discuss, really? Uh, afterwards, yeah. All right. Know, I, I might have predicted worse, but uh, Liechtenstein. You know, that's not that's not horrible.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely in the away game as well. And, yeah, what does that leave us? Um, Finally, we have 5th uh, pot,
2: or pot 5 Slovakia at home to pot 4 Luxembourg.
0: Yeah, well, I'm not going to go by the pots here. I think Slovakia is a much stronger team than Luxembourg. I think there is an outside chance of Luxembourg taking points, but I, I think I would predict that more at home than away. So I'm going to say 2 nothing Slovakia.
2: Uh, it actually was 0-0. Oh. or for Luxembourg here. On the road. We saw that they were a good road team. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I agree that points at
0: home are more likely, but it's not out of
2: character for them to
0: pick up points away from home. Right, and, uh, you know, maybe we're wrong in uh, predicting that Slovakia is going to bounce back from their downward trend. Uh, that's a, a pretty bad uh, continuation of their poor form recently.
2: Alright, we move on to round two then, beginning with
0: Liechtenstein at home to Iceland. Uh, Well, you said Liechtenstein gets points every tournament, and I think this is probably one of their best chances to do it. Uh, I'm just wondering if I'm bold enough to predict it, but I think I won't be. I think I'm going to say 2-1 Iceland here. Uh, This game actually wasn't competitive at all. It was 7-0 for Iceland. Whoa! Well, that's a a bit of a comeback from their uh, uh, initial loss there. Hopefully that gives them a bit of confidence, but... uh, it's just beating up on the little guys really but for
2: Liechtenstein i mean even there we saw on a, on a bit of a downward trajectory and uh, you know losing seven nothing to to iceland you
0: know this could be a worrying campaign for them yeah yeah definitely that's a that's that's a pretty bad result at home uh, next we have luxembourg at home to portugal well, you know, I mean this looks like a, a you know top team against a, an almost bottom team, but honestly, I really wouldn't be surprised. I think Portugal uh, is a bit inconsistent and maybe takes games like this for granted. so uh, will I be bold enough to predict a tie? Well, no, I wouldn't be shocked by it. I'll say two nothing Portugal, but I won't be shocked by a tie. Um, this was
2: not a tie. this was another uh,
0: big away win. it was six
2: nothing for Portugal. Uh, well, uh, sounds like an idiot now. <laughs>
0: okay. I, I
2: think, in fairness, Portugal can, on their day, can hammer pretty much six
0: past anyone. With oh yeah, absolutely. They did it six uh, one over Switzerland in the in the World Cup. Yeah. Okay. Now uh, the remaining match uh, is a good matchup. Hey. Yeah, Slovakia at home to Bosnia.
2: Uh, possibly a very important one.
0: Yeah, well I, I think I initially chose Slovakia both because they were at home and I considered them a little strong, uh, stronger, but now that I've seen that they tied Luxembourg at home I'm uh, being a bit doubtful, so I'm going to change from a 2-1 Slovakia win to a 1-1 draw. Um, in the end it was 2-0 for Slovakia. Oh jeez, I'm doing terribly in my predictions here. <laughs> Okay, well now we can turn the tables, and uh, uh, we have the June games which haven't been played yet. And I'm going to ask you to predict. We have Luxembourg at home to Liechtenstein.
2: I, I think there is, a, you know, a bigger gulf between these teams than there was when when Liechtenstein did the double over them um, previously. So I'm going to say two nothing Luxembourg.
0: Uh, yeah, and I'm actually even going to increase that to three nothing because uh, Liechtenstein have looked. Uh, you know, even even weaker than usual here. Yeah. Uh, we have Iceland at home to Slovakia.
2: Uh, this is an intriguing one. I, I think Iceland's not an easy place to go, and you know, has been a fortress in the past. But despite their big win, I I, I worry that the the Iceland that lost to Bosnia three nothing will show up. Uh, I'm actually going to say Slovakia two one.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm inclined to agree with you. I certainly wouldn't pick Iceland as the winner. I was thinking of a, a 1-1 draw here. Uh, again, I mean Slovakia tied Luxembourg, but maybe that's behind them now. Um, huh, what will I do? I will say, uh, I'll go 1-1 just to be different, but I definitely favor Slovakia. Alright, and then what's the last match? Uh, that is Portugal versus Bosnia Herzegovina. I believe they're first and second at this point. Um, Slovakia
2: are second, having beaten Bosnia. Oh, okay, that's right. Um, yeah, I um, at home. I, I, if Bosnia was at home, I could see a possibility of drop points, but I don't really see Portugal dropping points here. Um, I'm going to say three to one, Portugal.
0: Yeah, I, again, I think portugal is sometimes inconsistent enough that they could drop points at home but i wouldn't predict it i just wouldn't really be surprised if it happens so i'm gonna say 2-1 portugal on that all right all right well that brings us to the end of uh, uh of not only this group but of our um euro cup predictions so I think, uh, Connor next we're going to move on to uh, CONCACAF and we'll be looking at the uh, uh, the teams for the uh, CONCACAF Gold Cup this summer.
2: All right. Well, it was great. We, uh, I think we went through 53 teams um, during the series, so it was, it was great. It was great to walk through it and I look forward to the next one.